always get you to the ball game on time. Here's the pitch. It's Matt Wyatt with all the good stuff you need to know. Oh boy. It is Friday. And the main question is, is your air conditioner working? Okay. That's the question. Because if it is, congratulations. But I am unhappy to report that not only is the air conditioner out in one of our cars, now apparently part of our house is going to join in that fun also. (laughs) And you might as well laugh. Beaver, I might as well laugh about it. I I mean, what else am I going to do? I'm going to give you the same advice I gave you when the air conditioner in your car went out. Your house, just go get a new one. Just go, yeah. I thought you were going to say, move to Jackson. (laughs) No, not Jackson. No one needs to move to Jackson. Pearl. Uh, Pearl. Okay, move to Pearl. There is a... Oh, you know what? As a matter of fact, just yesterday, no kidding, it's the first time... Directly across the street from me, yeah, a house is now on sale or for uh-huh. sale. So okay. I would advise you to jump on that. <laughs> you know, it's not a bad idea at the moment. I mean, look, it's blowing air, but it's nowhere near cold. All right. So here's the thing. Here's what's about to happen in the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio for everyone that is paying attention and tuning in here on this Friday. Uh, This will be a shortened show. (laughs) We're going to have a one-hour show uh, today instead of two, and so thanks for understanding. But within within the last hour, the AC here at the studio has decided to, it's had enough. It's just had enough. It's too hot. It's had enough. And like I say, it's blowing some air, but it ain't the cold kind of air. And so it's about to get nice in here real soon. Nice and steamy and sultry. <laughs> what other words? It's, uh, let's see, in Jackson today, it's 98. And it's supposed to get up to 100 at some point today. Um, and that means, you know, that it was a smart thing for a lot of these high school teams to move their start times of their games back to later at night. Uh, every earlier game that I saw scheduled has, at least that I saw, has figured out a way to move. Um, you know, we mentioned it yesterday, the Red Carpet Bowl in Vicksburg. They are, you know, normally they play, you have Warren Central and Vicksburg both play an opponent at the same field on the same day, opening day. And so you have two games, and one of those, therefore, is an earlier one out there in the bright sun. Well, this year, because of what we were having this week from a heat standpoint, they've moved it, and so they're not playing at the same place, and both of them are hosting a home game tonight in Vicksburg around 7.30 kick, something like that. Uh, Tupelo, for instance, North Mississippi. They and South Panola are playing tomorrow, Saturday, and were scheduled to do a 3 o'clock, 7 o'clock deal. Like Tupelo is going to play a team from Memphis, this is at Northwest Community College is going to host it in Senatobia. And Tupelo is going to play Whitehaven at 7 and then, uh, I mean, at 3. And then South Panola playing somebody at 7 from Memphis. And so they moved the 3 o'clock one, and both teams agreed, we're just going to go to Tupelo. So 
They're going to have a night game Saturday night uh, in Tupelo. Moved it there, you know, uh, for that reason. And I've seen some others that did move it around. You know, and again, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I did not follow. I wasn't able to. Had a lot going on last night and this morning. Was not able to to follow it closely, make any phone calls or anything. But I did catch when Anna Beth did too. She caught the news of a kid that was playing for Eupora that collapsed on the field last night during a ball game and had to be taken to the hospital. And I think uh, has has eventually they have brought him here to Tupelo maybe. But I, I haven't gotten an update on it. Um, but she said now, she was like, you might want to check on it, see. But she was under the impression anyway that it was a heat-related deal. Like it was a, not necessarily like a, you know, an injury of some kind, like an, an ankle or a knee or back or neck or anything that would force you to be taken out of there. But uh, instead it collapsed and they were thinking that it was a heat-related deal. Uh, so I sure hope not. And I sure hope that, that the kid's going to be okay. At any rate, here with you, Feel free to be a part of the show. You can text me on the Country Please and Text Line. It's a 601 number, 885-3776. 601 number, 885-3776. Another easy way to remember it, 885-ESPN. Got it? 885-ESPN. So that's one way to remember it. Text the show. Be a part of it that way. I'll read you text on the air. Country Please and Sausage on grocery store shelves. All around the southeast, it is the best sausage, hands down, in my, this this here guy, right, my opinion. You can also call me. I get to hear your voice. If you call me, everybody else gets to hear it, too. That'd be great. So call us up on the Divinity Equipment phone line. The number, 995-1059. Got it? Fairly easy to remember, right? Repeat after me, 995-1059. I heard you. I heard you. You got it. Yeah, so give me a shout. Unnamed Texter says, Matt, uh, put you a window unit in the studio and prop up the backside with a 2x4. Yeah, you know, sure enough, it's about to get to that point, really, where I'm not so sure it would be any you know, more expensive or certainly any more trouble to have a window unit as a backup at the very least. What about your car? Have y'all seen, hey, Beaver, have you seen those, uh, I don't know if it's a real picture or if somebody made it up. It seemed like I saw, it was a picture of a car. This person had a, they had a generator strapped down riding on the top of the vehicle, like on the roof of the vehicle. Okay, and they had cranked the generator. It was running. They had fastened a window air conditioning unit into the back window of the car and had it plugged up to the generator, and that's how they were getting AC in their car. I don't know if you've seen that. I'm going to do the same thing soon if I can get my hands on all that equipment. What I'm saying is, is that any more expensive than going to somebody and saying, hey, the air conditioner on my car is broken? Uh, Snowman texts the show. Look what he's doing. He doesn't have football on his mind. He's got gators on his mind. Not Vicksburg gators, not Florida gators. Snowman says, I'm headed to the Mississippi River looking for a 12-foot gator or bigger. He's there. Gator season starts today, meaning gator hunting season. Whoo, come on, snowman. That's what I'm talking about. Have a good one, and hope it goes well. Stay hydrated and send me a picture. Uh, Real C text the show. 
He says, why does Warren Central keep changing the location and times for the game? He goes, are they hoping Clinton gets mixed up, becomes a no-show? <laughs> he says, it's going to be three in a row after tonight for the Arrows. Yeah, well, okay, so it's been a while since Warren Central got them. But real C, uh, help me out here. The last I saw, it got moved to Warren Central, a home game for Warren Central, so they could play it at night tonight at about 7.30. Am I right? Or has that changed? Has game time changed? I think it was Starkville High School that I saw earlier in the week had decided they were going to play at 8 o'clock. And, again, just trying to get it as late as they could. J-Rock texts the show, and he goes, Mississippi State's first game is a 3 o'clock kickoff, and I wonder what the heat index will be. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, it's a hot part of the year, but this is, you know, excessive for what we normally experience. Really, I mean, you know, and people have been, you know, comparing it historically. Um, and look, next Saturday, the second of September, is absolutely 100. percent It's going to be hot. Now we we know that we're talking about highs in the 90s. Let's see what they are right now, and it's a little ways off. Okay, Let me, hold on, I get you an update. I think they are predicting 95 as the high, which is a lot different than 104. Let's just be honest, okay? Now, look, let me show you, though. We Again, it all depends on if the weather, you know, shifts, changes. But right now, look, J-Rock, what they are predicting. It's still going to be hot, but nothing like this. What the 10-day outlook says, Saturday, September 2nd in Starkville, a high of 89 and a low of 66. I'm not kidding you. That's what it says. <clears throat> Starkville, today, 99 degrees. Feels like a whole bunch. Tomorrow, a high of 100 in Starkville. Sunday, 94. Then Monday, down to the 80s. Possibly some rain, I guess, but... Monday, a high of 89, Tuesday, 89, Wednesday, 88, Thursday, 86, Friday, 88, Saturday, 89, with a low of 66, and then warmer on that following Sunday. So you don't know. I mean, it could shift up and down. Look, and even though it says 89, it's still going to be hot as all get out, right? It's, it's not like it's cool, but compared to this, let's just say it did get a high of 89 and feels like 92. That's a whole lot different then it's 104, and it feels like 115. That's it's a lot different. <laughs> All right, I'm getting some intel. I'm getting some intel here. Seven o'clock. The superintendent there in Vicksburg made the decision. They're going to put Vicksburg against Holmes at seven, hosting it. And Warren Central versus Clinton at 7. So it's 7. Yeah, because originally it was 5.30 and then you have the other one after that. Right. So there's no question they did the right thing. And, and, and Real C said, yes, they did the right thing too. He said props to Warren Central. I think he was just joking around. That's right. I mean, here's my thing though. Like what's the – if you're if – you're, Hosting one game at your place, like Starkville, whoever Starkville's playing, I could look it up, they're going to play at 8 o'clock. 
why wouldn't everybody play at 8 or 8.30? Now, you know, maybe maybe the deal is it's just not going to make any difference. That Like, you hit a certain threshold of of heat safety and being able to get the game in at 7, and it does not change at all to push it back any later. Maybe not. But, you know, if you look around, I mean, it's just one weekend, and the sun's still out at 7. <laughs> Two nights ago, okay, I went to <clears> – <throat> We had to take Mary Liddy to church uh, after she had ballet practice, and that was Wednesday night, and we got there around 6 o'clock, okay. And I was doing some stuff and was headed back to go in and get her from church at around 7 or whatever it was. And I'm just telling you, so I was out there in a the parking lot at 7 o'clock, and then we came out with her around 7.30. One, sun's still out at that time, 7 to 7.30. It was 95 degrees, 90-something, you know, mid-90s degrees at 7.30 at night. Zero wind blowing. Yeah, somebody was pointing that out, too. Same thing for Oxford. Again, y'all, just hang on to your hats. If you're superstitious, go ahead and do what you do, whether it's rabbit's foot, crossing fingers, knocking on wood. I'm not. I'm just going to, you know, hope that, that God will keep that forecast where it is. But, yeah, somebody's pointing out that as of right now, for Saturday, September 2nd, the high in Oxford is scheduled to be 89 degrees. The same thing for Startwell. The high is supposed to be 88, 89 degrees that day. So maybe that will hang in there, and it will be a little more pleasant for the folks who decide to uh, attend in person. Somebody texts the show, Country Please and Text Line, and says, uh, you might have discussed this already. Did Mississippi State get a new transfer? For football, yeah, they did. Uh, it was reported yesterday. It's a guy from Purdue, who's a cornerback, defensive back, cornerback. Started his college career at Kentucky, transferred to Purdue. Don't know what happened, what the deal is, but was supposed to be one of their starters at Purdue. It, it's odd to me the timing of it. Don't know how, why. I hadn't talked to anybody, but I did see it reported that he is indeed. Coming out of the portal, he's transferring to Mississippi State, and as soon as he gets there, like now, okay, you're a few days away from the first game, and as soon as he gets there and the paperwork clears, he's going to start practicing with them. Yep. I mean, look, if you ever wondered just how much like NFL free agency we have going on in college football now, look at that. I mean, there it is. There's an SEC team getting a former SEC signee, a Big Ten player who's going to start on Big Ten team, and he's about to roll up in here game week. <laughs> and when the paperwork's through, here's your helmet, here's your pad, son. Make sure they fit. We'll see you at practice. I mean, here we are. Full-on free agency in college football. Why not? Um, patches. Patches O'Houlihan, Texas show. He says, if you're on a field with no shade and full pads, fighting at the line of scrimmage, what's the difference between 90 and 100? It's a, it's freaking hot. Hey, you ain't kidding me. It's hot. Well, and that's the thing, too, Patches. It's almost like a different scenario for players than it is like fans. Right? Because players, you get the fun out of it. <laughs> it may be hot and Brutal and tough and everything else, but you get the fun out of playing ball. That's why you do it. It's fun. Uh, you know, fans, moms and daddies and grandma and grandpa and 
Mima and Peepaw and aunts and uncles sitting up in the stands and everybody from school that doesn't play and the band sitting up there holding a horn that's glistening in that bright sunlight. <laughs> that's who's, I mean, they're like, I don't have to do this. That's tough on there. Brandon Texas show, he says, um, isn't the temperature only like two degrees cooler from six to eight in this heat? Well, see, Brandon, that's probably it, right? You know, if um, that that's that threshold I'm talking about, it must be it. You push a game back, you started at seven or seven thirty here or there, and by starting later around eight o'clock, it's really not going to make any difference for you. So you might as well get it in an hour early and get it over with an hour early. You know, and so I, I'm sure that that um, I'm sure that has something to do with it. How about this? Um, okay, so this is going to be the 60, even though they've had to move it to different locations because of heat and start times, this is going to be the 62nd year for the Red Carpet Bowl, and they usually give out eight scholarships to high school seniors, two seniors at Vicksburg High School, two at Warren Central, two at St. Al, St. Aloysius, and two at Porter's Chapel. That's the four you know, schools there in the Vicksburg area. You get two seniors at each school that that get a scholarship via the money raised from the red carpet ball. What a neat thing that is. It, it really is a neat thing to be so the second the sixty second year they've been doing it. It's curious to me, I mean it's a good idea. It's curious to me that others haven't uh, followed suit. Other areas, other places hadn't followed suit and had that type of thing. It looked to me like maybe and Gulfport's doing something similar. Had two games they were going to have. I don't know all the details. Uh, scores from last night. Strayhorn shut out Myrtle 14-zip. Raleigh with a win over Bay Springs 38-14. Meridian beat Quitman. That was a heck of a ball game. Too. I saw where Meridian jumped out ahead early. 24-20 the final on that one. Calhoun City ran Coffeyville all the way back to Coffeyville. 43 to nothing in that one. Uh, Lloyd Starr with a, was a winner over Enterprise 35-32. And that would be that would be Enterprise Lincoln, wouldn't it? Lloyd Starr beat him 35-32. Uh, East Webster 13 zip over Yapora. Ripley, the winner over Charleston, 20 to 16. Had a good game. Oak Grove absolutely demolished Wayne County. 49 to nothing in that ball game last night. That's some of the scores that I'm looking at. Games tonight. Now, we went over them, uh, just a bunch of them yesterday. I say went over them, just mentioned them, uh, a whole bunch of them. So let me let me give you what uh, I'm looking at in front of me here. By the way, there are, there are four games scheduled for tomorrow. Uh, Saturday games. I mentioned Tupelo versus Whitehaven. It's going to be at Tupelo now. It was originally scheduled for Northwest. Uh, South Haven Hillcrest playing tomorrow. Hattiesburg goes to Petal Saturday game, and Gentry goes to Greenwood Saturday game. Um, yeah, so four different Saturday games. But all the rest is uh, supposed to um, supposed to take place uh, tonight. Uh, MRA is hosting Oak Forest, Louisiana tonight. Am I looking at this right? Yeah, MRA's 2-0. The home game. 
Isn't that nice? <laughs> nice to have a home game. Uh, Prep goes to Adams Christian. You have... Who's J.A. got? I don't see it on here. Uh, they go to Pillow. Okay, so J.A. is at Pillow tonight. So that's your M-A-I-S. Some of your M-A-I-S. West Point is at Lewisville tonight. That'll be a good ball game. Really and truly, that ought to be a good one. Yazoo County hosting South Delta tonight. Um, McLaurin hosts Salem. You got Terry hosting Raymond tonight. Assuming all of these are 7, 7.30 starts, I would doubt anybody's playing it early. Uh, Murrah is hosting Port Gibson at North Jackson Field. That's where they're playing that one. Pisgah goes to North Forest. Madison Central hosting Ocean Springs. That'd be a good one there. Okay, so Knoxville County. That's who Startwell's opening with. Startwell moved their game to 8 p.m. They're hosting Knoxville County tonight. There's a bunch of great matchups. I don't know that any are more interesting or compelling in week one to me than Clinton and Warren Central. I'll be tuning into that one online somewhere. Paying attention to that one. Everybody be safe as you travel going around to these high school games. All right. Just getting started with you. The AC's broke in the Bureau, Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. That means I'm here for about 30 more minutes. <laughs> I can't hang in here two hours today. So this will be a one-hour show today until we get some cold air blowing. I'm Matt. Stick around. Your sport. It's often difficult to satisfy that special hunger. Not here, because you've got Matt Wyatt. Oh, I am starving. Don't worry, he's got a menu full. Back with you on this Friday. You're one day closer. If you're a big-time college football fan, you are one day closer. You'll have... Um, what, first game is Navy and Notre Dame. So you get to watch that one tomorrow if you're interested in it. And some other games. We'll go over those. Uh, back on the high school deal here. Uh, Callaway and Provine are going to play at Hughes Field. Canton goes to Velma Jackson. You have Union is going to host Choctaw Central. And surely that's not all the games I'm looking at here. Because... I mean, that seems like a short list. Maybe the list is getting moved. I bet that's what it is. I pulled it up online. I bet some of the game times are getting moved, and maybe it's just not updated yet. Um, and everybody around the South is is having to deal with it. Everybody's having to deal with the, with the excessive heat. And somebody, you know, brought up the players. I mean, you got pads on, helmet on, you're running around playing, but you know how it is when you're 16, 17, you're pretty doggone resilient. That stuff doesn't get to you usually as quickly as long as you just drink a lot of water and stuff. Uh, I know it's not always that simple, but uh, they're, they're a whole lot more resilient than you and I are. You get on up here in your 40s, it's like, I'm out. <laughs> nope, I ain't doing that. Not today. <laughs> 20 years ago, you're like, yeah, let's go. Go outside and run around and play ball all day. Sure, no problem. 110, who cares? 
the older you get, you're not as tough as you were, even if you think you are, or at least not as conditioned to it. There are people who are older that just they're out in it. You know, maybe work has them there, and so they get conditioned to it. But a lot of us aren't. <laughs> All right, get your texts on in here. The country pleasing text line eight eight five three seven seven six. Somebody said, Matt, odd question. But any idea if any of these really small high schools still play six-man football? Six-man? I think you mean eight-man, don't you? Yeah, and I mean, as of recently, there's still some doing it. Um, our friend Ryan that uh, calls in does great impressions. He used to call in and tell me all about eight-man football. Somebody around there was playing it. I think that's what you meant, right? Not six-man. Six man would just be what? That'd be flag football. Yeah, but eight man. I think they still do. Yeah, there's been some. There's been some great players. Not a ton, but there have been some really great players that have come out of eight man football high schools just because you know population or size of school or whatever it was. Matter of fact, uh, y'all could look this up to verify it, but I'm pretty sure that guy who plays linebacker for the Cowboys, Leighton Vander Esch who they drafted in the first round a few years ago out of Boise State, was an eight-man football uh, deal. He he played on an eight-man team in high school, wherever he went to high school. You know, like, if it's it's the temperature that it is here in the uh, Jackson area, so the high today is 100, but it feels like the feel-like temperature is way above 100, what about the coast? What is it on the coast? It's got to be on up there. More so. I mean, it's got to be. Well, let's see. Vicksburg today. The high is 103 in Vicksburg. <laughs> yeah, the actual temperature right now in Vicksburg is 99. The high is 103. And when you look at feels like, it says feels like 118. That's what it feels like. And, you know, again, back to the argument discussion argument slash discussion that if that's what it feels like, then that's what it is. Um, hey, figure it out. I guess it's because, you know, a little, little wind blowing, maybe air coming off uh, of the ocean. But uh, it says in Gulfport it's a high of 92. Well, 93, a high of 93, but feels like 104. Again, it's just one weather absolute weather underground app, which is really reliable, I have found, that says the feels like temperature in Vicksburg is 118 and on the coast it's 104. It's cooler down there. I was just wondering because I look up, you got some great games going on down there. Moss Point and Pat, uh, Pascagoula tonight. Uh, Gaucher goes to Gulfport. As I mentioned, Ocean Springs coming north. How about Ocean Springs leaving a coast where it's going to be a lot hotter in Madison than it is on the coast? This is part of it. Picayune and Brandon. I mentioned that one too. Brandon's hosting Picayune tonight, so Picayune coming north for their season opener also. Nunya texts the show. He says, Minshew had a stellar outing last night. Reminded me of an old Mississippi State quarterback I watched play back in the day. Well, who would that be, Nunya? And what did happen? I didn't watch the preseason game. <laughs> I tell you, man, in recent years, I have watched less and less 
preseason stuff in the NFL. And I, I generally like it. I used to get all geeked up about it, couldn't wait to watch some of the preseason and keep up with every player trying to make the team and love the hard knocks. I don't know what it is. But I, my, my interest in the preseason games has really waned over the last, I don't know, four or five years. So I didn't watch it last night. What did he do, though? The Colts won the preseason game 27-13. It did look like uh, Anthony Richardson played a little better as the starter in that game than he had the previous two preseason games for Indianapolis. Uh, so the first round pick out of Florida, he goes he passing, he goes six for seventeen. No touchdowns, no picks, but he goes six for seventeen throwing a ball. Uh, he made a few plays with his legs. Again, it's preseason, okay, but he made a few plays with his legs. Uh, ran it five times for thirty-eight yards. His longest run was a sixteen yard run. Uh, Minshew, nine of eleven, 102 yards and a touchdown. And that's really sharp right there. And Sam Ellinger, the former Texas QB play, went 6 of 8 and didn't have a touchdown. He did throw an interception. But look here, man. I, I just have to say, I, I am not at all um, like anti-Anthony uh, Richardson. I think it's a really neat story. I'm happy, you know, for anybody. Gets the opportunity. It's great. Just because you don't start a bunch of games in college does not mean you can't go to the NFL and be successful. People have done it. All right, they have done it. But listen, they are doing Anthony Richardson during this NFL preseason the way they did Will Levis in college football last year. And that is trying, looking for any way possible to build him up and for any way possible to, like, I don't know, promote him almost. Without him having to really do anything. Okay? All right. Here's what I'm going to say. I don't, for example, I don't follow a lot of people on Twitter. So it's not like I have a Twitter feed filled up with tweets and, okay, X or whatever you call it now, tweets from the same people. It's not like I have that. What I do is I just follow my family and a friend or two, and that's it. So what I use it for is when I, A, want to send stuff out, or B, if there's something I want to see reaction to. So, like, you can go into the search function of Twitter slash X now, and you can say uh, NFL, or just choose one of the topics and see, okay, and so the NFL preseason games are always like a, tre- a trending topic, and so I'll pull it up and see what they were doing. Well, as I looked at it, and I'm talking about some nationally respected media, It's just tweet after tweet with a video clip from last night's game showing this throw that he made. Like they they made a little pressure. He got a little pressure, and he makes a throw on a corner route up the left side. They're like, look at this, just flick of the wrist, and he puts it on him. And I'm like, man, y'all are high on him. He must have had a great game the way they were tweeting about him and stuff last night and this morning. Um, People going... Like he escaped pressure in the backfield, ran out of the backfield, made some positive yards on one of the plays. And they were like, the only other quarterback in in the NFL in the last 10 years who could do something like this is Lamar Jackson. And Anthony Richardson is weighs 30 more pounds than he does. I mean, it's like building him up to be Superman. So everything I saw in the search function of Twitter this morning trying to get reaction to, you know, 
NFL stuff since I didn't watch the games, made Anthony Richardson out to be Superman. Somebody compared him to Cam Newton. Only other guy we've seen like this was Cam Newton. I'm not kidding you. That's a verbatim what one of them said. Well, as it turns out, in reality, he didn't really play that well. <laughs> I mean, he threw the ball 17 times and completed six of them. Okay, and this is after they've named him the starter. If they are naming you the starter, and it's week three of the preseason, and they're really, really confident, then why are they letting him throw it 17 times? Folks, that's an NFL preseason game where he completed 35% of his passes in the ball game. You know, the way they were talking about him running the ball, you'd have thought he ran for 90 yards in that game. He didn't. He ran, he ran for 38 yards. Half of his rushing yards came on one play. I, I just don't. And, and meanwhile, Minshew goes out and it's just like a surgeon. <laughs> like he had two incompletions. One of them was supposed to be caught. He goes nine of eleven, right? Throws a touchdown up and down the field, zip, zip, zip. And it's one thing to say Anthony Richardson's got a lot of potential, big time athlete. They're gonna try to make a quarterback out of him. Okay, I can accept that. But y'all out here talking about him and tweeting about him as if he was Cam Newton? He ain't anywhere close, either running or throwing. What are y'all trying to do? Stick around. From the amazing hits. That one is huge. To all the amazing plays. Matt Wyatt has got it all for you. Just listen to that. Hey. Back with you. All right, so the first hour is flying by. Uh, this is a one-hour version of the show today. Appreciate your understanding. Within an a- the hour before the show began, all of a sudden, the air that was blowing through the vents in the studio, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, began blowing not nearly as cold as it has been. <laughs> And all of a sudden, it got a little steamy in here and, you know, like sweaty. And so, look, I could probably stand here and bear it. Really and truly, I probably could stand here and bear it. The deal is, though, it's Friday. (laughs) And people who work on these kinds of things, they're not interested in working here on a Saturday or a Sunday. (laughs) Okay? And let me just tell you, of all the people within earshot of this radio show at this particular moment, the one single solitary human being at the top of the list of people who hate heat the most is my wife, Annabeth, the homecoming queen. And if mama ain't happy, nobody's happy. And this going, if we don't get some air, <laughs> it's going to be around here. All right. Uh, to the text line, the country pleasing text line, country pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves all around the southeast. Jason in Flagstaff, Arizona says, I'd fall over dead 
thinking about doing some of the stuff that I did in that weather in high school and in the Army. Definitely a, quote, disgusting old man now, as Beaver says. <laughs> disgusting. But me too, Jason. You know, again, and, and even for us old folks who maybe our, our life or our job or just because we want to, we have an opportunity to get ourselves acclimated to extreme temperatures, whether it's extreme heat of being out. You know, you think about people who work outside. And there's lots of older folks who do it, and they almost, you know, get used to it, handle it better. You know, the thing about it is really hard physical exertion. Football, like running, it's one thing to get used to the heat where you can stay out in it. It's another thing to run and sprint and hit and jump. And, you know, I'm just telling you, we forget <laughs> because you get older, you just can't do it anymore. You cannot do it. There's a reason that it's so rare for a 40-year-old to hang in there in big-time competitive sports like, like Tom Brady did. And even then, he's slow as Christmas. He's just flexible. Okay, apparently there is six-man football. I did not know this. Okay, I thought you were talking about maybe eight-man football, says, but he wants me to check it out when the show is over. And you're exactly right. Never too late to learn something. I did not know that there were schools that played six-man football. I mean, one less, we can just play a basketball game. Go inside for that. Uh, now, Patches apparently agreed with me when I was talking about Anthony Richardson. I, I just, I don't even like, he may turn into a really fine NFL quarterback, really. He, he certainly has big-time athletic ability, right? Strong arm. And listen, are y'all seeing what I'm seeing, are you getting a little bit tired of the every year around the draft, every year around preseason, they make a big deal out of somebody's arm strength at that level? Let me let you in on a little secret. Every quarterback on an NFL roster, period, even the ones who are camp arms, they're in an NFL uniform just to get reps in preseason games, okay, so that Aaron Rodgers and, and Dak Prescott don't have to. All of those guys have really strong throwing arms. You hear me? I'm not exaggerating. There are no weak arms in the NFL, period, not even in the preseason. Okay, so when they go on and on about, <clears throat> like, Anthony Richardson or Josh Allen and the arm strength, well, sure, Maybe they can throw it a few yards further. But what is it, eight? It ain't like Anthony Richardson can throw it 30 yards further than anybody else. If that find me somebody can do that, I'm impressed. Oh, he threw it off his back foot for uh, 64 yards in the air. So what? About 98% of those guys on an NFL roster, even the ones that don't make it, can do that. Trust me. I'm telling you the truth. So the arm strength thing is like the least common denominator reporting that you're getting out of NFL media. It is so stupid. Plus, <clears throat> whether you have the strongest arm among the starters in the NFL or the least strong arm among the starters in the NFL, it still basically has no bearing whatsoever on any win or loss. And that's just the truth of it. So that's dumb, number one. It's just making a deal out of somebody's arm strength. 
Now, running ability. Is he a big-time for, for real runner athlete? No question he is. Okay, but again, for your running ability to really be a constant, constant threat at the NFL level, how fast do you have to be? Lamar Jackson? Okay, I mean, the point made. So we're not saying he can't do it, but what the media is doing with this Anthony Richardson guy, I can't figure it out. I don't know where it's coming from. I mean, do people, are there agents out there who are basically paying off media that have followers in a platform to promote someone? Is that what's happening? Because for some of our media people out here that keep doing it, that's about the only thing that would sort of add up. That's the only thing that would add up. Why are you continuing to blow smoke about Anthony Richardson? Let him play. I look at Twitter this morning, and they made him out to be the next, you know, Cam, who, all right, is what it is, but was great in college, right? Won a Heisman College, national championship in college, and, oh, by the way, did take a team in the Super Bowl in the NFL. But they've already said he's Cam. <laughs> already said it. He's the next Randall Cunningham. Get out of here with that. Why are y'all doing that? We're still going to, you don't have to lie to me about some guy and promote some guy for me to watch a game. I'm going to watch a game. So just back off. And meanwhile, it's not like I'm coming in here splitting hairs. Listen, he didn't play well last night. He had one good run. It went for 16 yards as a scramble. Okay, congrats. It's half of his rushing yards, and he had five carries. They, th- they put one of his throws on Twitter as if he did something that only Brett Favre could have done. It ain't that great. He went six for 17. <laughs> he, he completed 35% of his throws in an NFL game. Not a blip of criticism. Now, if you are listening to this, and you take one single solitary thing away from what I'm saying and take it to Twitter or tell somebody about it, it needs to be this. The following statement is about to come out of my mouth. Listen to me now. Stop what you're doing and listen to me now. Anthony Richardson went 6 for 17 in an NFL preseason game last night, completed 35%. If Dak Prescott completed 35%, even in an NFL preseason game, he would absolutely be crucified by ESPN and everybody else. Gardner Minshew went 9 for 11 last night in a touchdown, 102 yards, by far, not even close, the best passer on the entire football field last night between both teams, Jalen Hurts didn't play. 9 for 11, 102 and a touchdown. Can you imagine what they would have said about Anthony Richardson had he gone 9 for 11, 102 yards and a touchdown? This stuff is ridiculous, y'all. Listen to me. You're living in a time when 95% of your quote-unquote media that's giving you content about the teams and athletes you follow doesn't have a clue what they're doing. You wouldn't trust them to mop your kitchen floor. That's how dumb they are.
Nunya Texas show said he is too mobile. I fear he's going to get hurt early. Guys who run more than they intend to get hurt in the NFL. Every last one of them. Tiger said he had a 55% career completion percentage uh, in college. Tiger also said that he will lose the job to Gardner Minshew before the season is over. Res Dog text the show. Said, just tried to go for an easy bike ride. Can confirm it's hot. <laughs> I bet you can. Mac in Vicksburg says, I'm still waiting on Richardson to be a good college quarterback. I mean, I know. Somebody texted and said, Matt, I love your takes. It's like when people say Will has a weak arm, but we have seen him make every throw on the field. Yeah, he didn't have a weak arm. Period. Trip Texas show said Anthony Richardson will be a colossal bust. Book it, Dano. Trip. See, I'm not there with you, Trip. I don't know that he's going to be a bust. He is a great, you know, athlete, big, strong, and he seems like a great guy. But why have the media singled him out as this is going to be the one they're going to blow smoke about? Tell us how great he is before he's done a doggone thing. They did it with Will Levis last year in college. Nobody could figure it out if you had half a brain. What's he doing now? Nothing. Think for yourself. Let's all do that going into the weekend. Stop listening to ESPN, Twitter, just for entertainment. Otherwise, think for yourself. I'll try to do the same. For Beaver, I'm Matt. All of us here on the show, in the Bureau. I'll see you on Monday. See you then. See you.